a city transformed after a generation of relative peace. New businesses, new attractions, luring tourists to Belfast. But identities still holding firm. And the legacy of conflict ever present. A complex mix for a proudly Irish-American president who reached out to Unionists by paying tribute to their Ulster Scots ancestors in the US. And then a plea. As a friend, I hope it's not too presumptuous for me to say that I believe democratic institutions established through the Good Friday Agreement remain critical to the future of Northern Ireland. It's a decision for you to make, not for me to make and signs that the president had struck a chord with unionists. I think that what we heard today in his speech was more balanced. Uh, he uh, recognised and acknowledged the contribution that the Ulster Scots have made to the foundation and building of the United States of America. He referenced his own British ancestry. So I think today he was seeking to rebalance um, some of the comments that had been made previously. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear a lot about his Irish ancestry when he goes south of the border. Um, but I think he recognised that in Northern Ireland there are many who feel that perhaps some of his remarks in the past have not been as fair and balanced as they could have been. Public warmth for Sinn Féin, who endorsed the president's political message. The people here want locally elected politicians making decisions that impact on their lives and fighting back against Tory austerity, Tory ministers in London who care less for the needs of the people here. That's what I'm focused on. Um, this is the only show in town. Stormont, Parishern is where all the parties need to be. I'm committed to that. And even today on this special moment, this special occasion, I think everybody rightly calls on the DUP to join with the rest of us and actually get down to making it work. Some political movement on a bit of a low-key day. In contrast to the razzmatazz of the first presidential visit by Bill Clinton in 1995, who stopped his motorcade on the Falls Road to greet Gerry Adams. That dramatic encounter here in Republican West Belfast electrified the start of that historic visit. And it showed the great length the White House went to to tailor each of Bill Clinton's meetings with the party leaders to their own political needs. I remember talking to the late David Trimble, an initial Clinton skeptic, who told me of his great excitement after being given a lift in the presidential limo. All a rather different feel today, as Joe Biden treads carefully at a sensitive political time. The editor of Northern Ireland's main unionist paper thought Biden's approach had been positive, but Ben Lowry sees a potential split in the DUP. I think that there, there are senior people in the DUP who have always been keen to go back, not because they love Stormont, but because I think that they realise the options are poor for unionists, and I think that there are others who are not so keen to go back, and I think there's a quite a big battle going, and I really wonder whether one way out of this in the medium is in term is some sort of realignment within unionism. In other words, there are two responses. Pragmatism to the things that are going against unionism and standing up and saying we can't agree to this. And that's maybe where the divide is. And at the moment you see that divide within the DUP. An academic has a clear view. For the DUP, devolution is the only show in town. There is no option. The DUP will go back to the devolved institutions. It's not a matter of whiff. 
it's when. But for the population here, we're exasperated. Whilst we're treading water, we are going backwards. So what we're saying to the DUP is we know you're going back. Could you please go back as soon as possible? An imposing reminder of a divided past. A new era now and decision time for unionists on whether to re-establish inclusive government within these ancient walls.